Hi everyone, my name is Shivani and you're listening to The Lens Pod. We're a medical student-run podcast discussing all things ophthalmology. We also have a corresponding weekly newsletter where we summarize recent research in the field. If you want to learn more, be sure to stick around to the end of this episode for more information. Today is October 11th, 2023. In this week's issue, demographic and socioeconomic factors are associated with the diagnosis and treatment outcomes of strabismus in children. An Aspergillus-specific lateral flow device combined with ratiometric analysis diagnosed Aspergillus-induced fungal keratitis with high accuracy. A survey study finds that children who are unable to afford medical care and have public health insurance are more likely to have vision difficulty. In Stargard disease, ABCA4 retinopathy, a specific genetic variant exhibits milder symptoms, better vision, and primary RPE damage. Our first article this week comes from ophthalmology. Associations between demographics and outcomes in strabismus. From playgrounds to pupils, how upbringing and origin shape our sight. Strabismus is commonly diagnosed in children and can lead to amblyopia and impaired depth perception if left untreated. In light of disparities in medical care within ophthalmology, it is essential to understand the impact of socioeconomic status, race, and ethnicity on healthcare outcomes. This retrospective cohort study examined patients diagnosed with strabismus before the age of 10. It was looking for associations between demographic characteristics and timelines of strabismus course through multivariable regression models. Amblyopia was more likely to be diagnosed in those with Medicaid insurance than commercial insurance, as well as undergoing strabismus surgery within a shorter time following diagnosis. Black, Hispanic, and Asian children were less likely to undergo strabismus surgery and underwent surgery later compared to white children. The findings of this study highlight a significant association between demographic and socioeconomic factors and outcomes in strabismus and amblyopia in children. Our next article is from JAMA Ophthalmology. Going with the flow, a device to rapidly detect fungal keratitis. Time to kick some aspergillus. Microbial keratitis remains the second most common cause of unilateral vision loss in low and middle income countries, with fungal keratitis accounting for half of all cases. Aspergillus and fusarium species contribute to the worst outcomes within the fungal subset. However, distinguishing between bacterial and fungal keratitis is challenging on clinical presentation, particularly with limited diagnostic testing suitable for use within community healthcare settings. This prospective diagnostic study included 198 patients who met clinical suspicion or had a positive fungal smear test for fungal keratitis in a corneal clinic in India. 
They were evaluated using an Aspergillus-specific lateral flow device with subsequent photography of results and ratiometric testing. Sensitivity and specificity of the device was determined by comparison to culture reports. Of the 198 corneal scrapes and 40 swab samples, 17.7% and 42.5% had positive cultures, respectively. Using ratiometric analysis, it was determined that the device achieved high sensitivity and high specificity for scrape samples, as well as high negative predictive values for both scrape and swab samples. These results suggest that this device, in combination with ratiometric analysis compared to visual inspection, has high diagnostic accuracy in identifying aspergillosis. This could result in better outcomes and point-of-care options for low- and middle-income countries at most risk. Our third article this week is from the American Journal of Ophthalmology. Vision difficulty and sociodemographic factors in children. The kids are all right, right? Visual impairment represents a major public health burden around the globe and disproportionately affects certain groups of individuals, children in particular. Sociodemographic variables such as age, gender, education, and insurance coverage may increase the likelihood of children experience worse vision-related outcomes. It is necessary to understand the role of sociodemographic factors that are associated with poor vision in children to help guide public health policies. This study aimed to determine the potential sociodemographic variables as predictors of poor vision in children. Using data from the 2021 National Health Interview Survey, 7,373 participants under the age of 18 with data available on vision difficulty were included in the analysis. Vision difficulty was significantly associated with being unable to afford medical care, having public health insurance. Compared to children under the age of 5, children ages 5 to 8 to 16 to 17 had higher odds of vision difficulty. Although survey studies can be limited due to various potential biases, this study explores multiple other associations and highlights the importance of addressing disparities mediated by sociodemographic factors through public health policy. Our last article is from Investigative Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences. Prevalent ABCA4 variant contributes to RPE first disease, piecing together the Stargardt genetic jigsaw puzzle. Stargardt disease is a retinal dystrophy caused by biallelic loss of function variants in ABCA4, which encodes the transmembrane protein. There are over 2,000 known pathogenic variants, but with heterogeneous expression of disease, variable onset of age, and severity of photoreceptor dystrophy. The non-canonical splice site variant C5714-5GA is common among StarGuard patients. Clinical evaluation of 18 patients with or without the splicing variant was performed, and patient-derived photoreceptor precursor cells were generated to assess molecular consequences. Patients harboring the ABCA4 C57145GA variant 
had an overall milder disease compared to those with a double null genotype. With later disease onset, conserved photoreceptor outer nuclear layer, and increased ERG amplitudes and visual acuity. Strikingly, the ratio of retinal pigmented epithelium to photoreceptor damage was high in these patients, indicating a primary RPE damage compared with more severe photoreceptor damage in double null patients. With increasing availability of genetic diagnoses, studies that parse out genotype-phenotype correlations for diseases like Stargard may better inform patients and providers while shedding light on disease pathomechanism. Thanks for listening. And to learn more about The Lens, you can follow us on Twitter at thelens underscore O-P-H. Be sure to visit our website at www.lensophthalmology.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters and view the full summary of this week's newsletter.